our guest today is someone I think all of us can learn from, but especially a new or plateaued agent whose business has gone stale. He just finished his first 12 months in real estate and is going is set to close more than $5 million in production in a town where the average purchase price is less than $130,000. You can find him on social media at Robed Realtor. Today's guest is Colin Schindler. Colin, welcome. Hey, Matt, thank you for having me on. Rich, thank you for the introduction. I, I appreciate you guys having me out today. Yeah, I'm definitely excited uh, to have you on. I started talking to Colin back like second or third month of his career, and it was like this uh, aura of success I could just tell was, was he, you know, energy emanated from, from you. And I wanted, I, I kept calling, <laughs> even when I didn't even <laughs> talk about, um, he's not even anywhere near my market. It's like an hour and a half away. And I just kept following up and, and reaching out, seeing how you were doing and, and, you know, to find out that you've done 5 million in sales. Like, man, we, we got to have Colin on the show. It's so. it's been a great year, and you know it, it seems like forever ago that we first got in, in touch. You know it's it's been a blur. It's been a ton of fun, and uh, you know having success doing it, um, you know, is all the better. Awesome. So, Colin, to start out, what is your background, and how did you get into real estate? Yeah, so I graduated from the University of Wisconsin La Crosse. Um, I have a degree in professional and organizational communication, and a minor in psychology. Uh, I was going to be hired by Edward Jones, or I was hired by Edward Jones to be a financial advisor when I graduated college and decided that that wasn't quite up my alley. I wasn't ready to hop into the professional world yet. Um, so I moved out to Colorado for a couple years. I skied and worked banquet events and, you know, did whatever work could come my way and, you know, had a lot of fun doing that. But I was, I was missing, you know, the professional aspect of, um, you know, life as well. And wanted to find a better balance between professionalism and still having, you know, freedoms that allow you to do the things that you want to do. So sure. moved back home, wasn't entirely sure what, you know, that was going to look like quite yet. I sat down with um, my current broker, Otis Johnson. He was my hockey coach in high school. He had just opened a brokerage. And after our little breakfast meeting, I went home, got on the WRA website, signed up for my classes and started taking them that day. And... Here we are. <laughs> awesome. So how long, uh, it sounds like it was a couple of months, but how long before you moved back to Wisconsin to when you got your license? So I moved back um, mid-April, and I finished my classes in June. I, I probably sat down with my broker mid-May. Okay. Uh, so I really got after it, finished my classes, and then the state took forever to get everything <laughs> approved and through. Yep. I was finally licensed October 17th of 2019. So, yeah, it was, it was a daunting um, time waiting and, and, you know, kind of just in queue while I'm seeing the real estate market that we're still currently in just go, 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 and my broker being so busy. But it also gave me a perfect opportunity to shadow him and, and kind of watch and learn where there wasn't you know, as much pressure. I wasn't, sure. I was just, you know, really kind of watching from behind the scenes, seeing the way he does it, hearing the way he talks and being a sponge and taking it all in. That's a unique opportunity and something we really recommend. Um, you know, we've done episodes or videos on what you should do if you want to become a real estate agent or how to be successful in your first year and shadowing successful agents is one of our top recommendations, but so few agents do it. Yeah. And I still enjoy, you know, I'll, I'll close 34 transactions this year, over $5 million. 
And I still enjoy going out with my broker on showings here and there or recruiting his help when, when I need it because it's just it's refreshing to hear the lingo from someone else, to hear someone speak so eloquently about real estate you know, and know what they're doing, um, you know, it, it really helps. It rubs off, and then you know what to say, and, and you sound like the, the true professional. So it's super beneficial, not only in the beginning, I would say, but, you know, throughout your career. Right. We always want to push, like, always constantly be learning, and I think that's another important step is kind of keep a mentor or keep someone you could shadow throughout your career. Yeah, and to constantly be learning I, I think if you stop trying to learn in this industry the industry is just going to plow you under because so much changes in real estate on a daily basis so knowing that hey i don't know everything because every day a new thing is coming out i think it's a really big tool in your toolbox that's going to help you keep that success and help any agent keep that success long term um so you sold 30 you're gonna you're going to close like they're in escrow going to close 34 transactions in your first year Yes, uh, I've, I've closed 30 to date and uh, I got four more on the way and they're all they're all looking good. I got loan commitments and, <laughs> you know, the scary parts are over um, for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty incredible. Uh, I think the average agent in our state closes like seven transactions a year. So now I personally would never want to ad- identify as average. I'm a big fan of Grant Cardone myself, so... Uh, but that, that's just insane. How, how did you, like, what did you do to have that successful year? I think this is really the meat of like why we asked you to come on is cause you, you've done something that is so incredible to put that in perspective. The average agent sells seven, you sold 34. What did you do? What, what plan, what strategies, like in your words, what did you do to achieve that? Um, so we, you know, we kind of discussed this prior to the show and, um, I have an amazing support team behind me. Thank you guys. Remax Ignite. Thank you. Otis, Steph, Arsenio. I have a great videographer. I have a great photographer and I have a great broker and role model in Otis Johnson. Um, but then, you know, kind of what I've done, you know, and I, I necessarily can't take all the credit, you know, I, uh, Isaac Newton said, if I've seen farther than others, it's because I was standing on the, the shoulders of giants. So I take in, you know, as much information as I possibly can about marketing and, you know, what you need to be doing to be successful and then kind of copy and paste and then perfect it on my own. My first and, and biggest hit, um, you know, we talked about in the beginning of the show, you can find me at, on Facebook at Robed Realtor. Um, I saw a video of a lake home being sold in Minnesota. And at the end of the video, the guy jumped in the lake. I was like, that's so cool. I like that. It's different. You know, not many realtors are just jumping in off the pier into the lake at the end of their listing video or even doing listing videos. Right. So it's like, what can I do here? You know, in Little Boy, Wisconsin, selling my first listing was uh, $134,000 home. It was a flip, brand new kitchen, granite countertops. I pulled my robe out of my closet, put it on, was sipping my coffee <laughs> over these granite <laughs> countertops, and people loved it. People went nuts about it. <laughs> And it was, and it was fun for me too. I think it's important to have fun with what you're doing and enjoy what you're doing because people, people know, people know the difference between someone who's doing it just to do it or someone who's doing it to have fun with it. And I kind of just took it from there. I I wanted to keep making these videos be interesting and, you know, do something different that other people weren't doing. Um, And, you know, the video aspect and then making an interesting video has really helped me, you know, kind of propel my career and 
um, you know, it, it makes it fun for people. Any, anybody can put a suit and tie on and, yep. you know, but doctors wear suit and ties, lawyers wear suit and ties, tax, you know, account. So you got to do something to separate yourself. And that's what I've been aiming to do this year. And it's really helped. That's awesome. That, that so, is great. I, yeah, I do want to say if you're as an agent watching this, please check out Colin's Facebook page. It's at Robed Realtor. It, it's phenomenal. Um, I, I don't want to take, I didn't want to interrupt you. So I no. didn't cut in that video. He's talking about the funny video. I copied that. I replicated it and did something a little different with one of my listings and it got more than 2000 views and uh, we got eight or nine or 10. We got a bunch of offers on that house. Four of the offers in their personal letters from the buyers referenced my Facebook video copied from his idea. Do this stuff. If you're watching this, do this stuff. People see it. People like it. No, I personally didn't get those buyer leads, but those buyers saw the video and they talked about it in their letters. So that's how big of a deal it made to those buyers. Yeah, do it. And don't be like, well, Colin put on the robe. I can't do that. I need, if you have an awesome robe you want to showcase and an awesome bathroom or awesome kitchen, do it. I have a, I have a friend. He's, he's no longer with Remax, but, uh, I saw one. He's helping a buddy out with a brokerage he just started, and he was in a pink robe in a bubble bath. <laughs> and he's over in Australia, and I was like, "Yes, I love it. I love seeing that kind of stuff." And you know, it works. And he's the only guy in Australia doing it, I'm sure. Yeah, he's the only one in the whole country. Yeah, because you're you're the only one I've ever seen in the United States do something like that. <laughs> you can be unique. It's a good way to get business. Yeah, absolutely. So then, Colin, what is your biggest source of clients right now? Like, what are you doing, and like, how are you leveraging that? That source. Yeah. So I was born and raised in Beloit. So that certainly helps having an audience that is already familiar with you that you already know. Um, out of 34 transactions that I'll end up doing this year, I've done one transaction with someone that I don't know. Um, came from a Zillow lead. And, you know, so my sphere, you know, use your, you, you hear it all the time and they you tackle your sphere, talk to your sphere, connect with your sphere. It's truly where your business is going to come from. So, you know, utilizing that sphere and then, you know, I use Facebook as a tool. These, these videos get out there and, you know, I, I try and have a community reach with them. So then everybody, everybody sees them and stay, staying top of mind with them. What, uh, so is, are you just using Facebook exclusively? Are you calling your sphere? Are you sending mailers? What, what other ways are you leveraging that sphere to produce these numbers that you've, you've achieved? Yeah. So, you know, trying to stay in touch with them as much as I can on Facebook. I mean, Facebook is a, like I said, a fantastic tool where you can reach thousands of people with, you know, little to no effort. Um, because it is hard. It's, it's hard to pick up the phone and, and call everybody or shoot somebody a text, shoot somebody an email. So let, let Facebook do the heavy work or whatever source that your mailers, whatever you use, let that do the heavy lifting for you. But it is important to, to stay in touch with people. Hey, I saw that you just had a kid. Congratulations. Um, you know, and not being salesy with it, just being personable, being a real person, you know, oh, your vacation looked amazing last week. So staying in tune to kind of some of those things really helps as well. That's, I think a big point, um, that a lot of real estate agents miss is you don't have to be so businessy. Uh, Tamara Mutri, we interviewed her um, last week. She really stressed that in the beginning of her career when she was doing social media or when she was calling people, she was way too businessy. And I know that I made that mistake on Facebook. I would try to always be in a suit and tie, always be like this rigid, 
the market went up 5%. Um, and it wasn't received well. No, it's not. And I, I hate being that type of person. I, I don't like being sold to. I, I really don't. And that's what, you know, I was kind of curious getting into real estate. Like, I don't, I don't want to be knocking on it. Do you want to sell your house? Do you want to sell your house? Are you thinking about buying a house? That's not me because I hate when people do that to me. I'm going to purposely run the opposite direction and then I'll find somebody else when I am ready um, to, to help facilitate whatever sale transaction I need done. So implementing different ways, implementing different strategies to just stay top at mind. People, people know what you do and, you know, incorporating a little bit of fun with it. So you're not just, are you ready yet? Are you ready yet? Are you ready yet? You know, don't be a robot. Be, be a person is, you know, really the way to go. And it makes me feel a lot more comfortable too, because I, I don't like selling. Well, people like you and that's a big advantage because people want to do business with people they like and you're very likable. And if you're an agent who, who's watching this and you're not likable, I would highly advise <laughs> you do some self-reflection and become <laughs> likable. Um, and anybody can be likable. Yeah, anybody can be likable. It's a skill. It's a skill just like math. Anybody yes. can do it. So I, I can't do math. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I meant addition. Like, I, I didn't mean like oh, the square okay. roots and... You know, all those crazy trigonometry. I meant like <laughs> you can add two and two. Yes, yes. Uh, um, so like you you already said thank you to your team. And that's, first of all, to acknowledge that you didn't do it alone is huge. I think agents who tr try to do it alone uh, fail because there's so much to do. What, like behind the scenes, what support, and the reason I'm asking this to give you to give frame for your for your mind is because this we're this is a podcast for real estate agents, right? Mm -hmm. And so if a real estate agent's watching this and they're like, "Man, I want to sell 34 units. I've been in the business for two years and I've only I've only sold 20 units. This guy sold more than me in one year than I sold in two. What can I do?" You've already indicated both off camera and then earlier that your team at Remax Ignite has helped you so much. So. What should an agent be looking for as far as behind the scenes? What are they doing to support you? What are they doing to help you be successful, to take work off your shoulders, to take, you know, stuff off your plate so you can get out there and sell 34 units? Yeah, um, I, I couldn't have done it without my team. So, you know, I've, I'm very lucky to have such a great role model in a hockey coach, you know, starting off from being younger. And that's, you know, why I went right back to him. But I'm also lucky to work with another agent, Arsenio White is his name. Um, he's an amazing videographer. You know, these these ideas that I have would just be ideas. He brings them to fruition. So that that has helped incredibly. Or his wife is our photographer. She's an amazing She's amazing at what she does. You see so many terrible pictures out there on, on the MLS. It's, you know, you're marketing a property. You got to sell it. So she's been an amazing help too. Uh, we have a great dynamic in our office. So it's going to be important to look for an office and teammates who want to see your success, who want to contribute to your success. And it's important to have a broker who's going to contribute to that success as well. Like your broker should want you to succeed your bro that's that's their job is is to make sure that you're going to do well as an agent and and well for for the brokerage so you know they should be right there to answer your questions they, sh they should be there to allow you to shadow and, and go out and do these things so if you are looking you know look for those things look for that team dynamic look for people on the team that have skills and can bring other things to the table that you can't necessarily um you know do on your own because you can't do it all on your own and just having that brokerage support is amazing. And, you know, 
I won't talk too much about Remax in, in particular um, because it really is like the agents that, that and the, the broker that makes the team. But, you know, it is nice to have some of the, the tools that you need, especially as starting out as an agent. Yeah. And I think is Remax one where all the offices are franchised or most of the offices are franchised? I, I believe so. Kind of. I know Cobalt Banker and a lot of Keller Williams offices. So a lot of a lot of brokerages are like that. So to our listeners, just because he's with Remax doesn't mean your Remax is going to be like his Remax. No, not so yeah. Just to be very clear there, I, we're a member of a couple of different Facebook groups um, for real estate agents, and they're always asking, what do you think about Keller Williams? And it's like, well, they're all franchised. Yeah. Right? So we what we think about Keller Williams here is going to be different than what you think there. Yeah. So um, I think really Im- the important thing is, though, is, is whatever Keller Williams, uh, Remax, Co-op Anchor, whatever you have in your area, just to make sure that they have those specific qualities. Absolutely. You know, you, you can make the brand. The brand isn't necessarily going to make you. There, there's so many other things that, that come into play. And, you know, who you surround yourself with is, is probably the most critical thing that you can do. So, you know, don't think of it as yourself maybe necessarily interviewing for a brokerage. Interview your broker. Talk more about that. Um, you know, just look for those things. Ask those questions. You know, make sure, what are you going to do to support me? What, what technology is available here for me? How do we do this? If the, you know, it, it's hard to know what questions to ask, and I'm, I'm still learning very much myself. You know, this has been a wild year. Um, but, you know, kind of in hindsight, looking back, um, you know, it, it happened to be a good fit and everything's kind of fallen into place for me. But if you don't necessarily, well, this guy, I want to go work for this brokerage, but I don't know him. He wasn't my hockey coach. You know, so ask these questions and, and figure out, like, what are they going to do to contribute to your success? You shouldn't be in competition with, with your broker or anybody else in your office for that matter. You should all work together as, as kind of a collective whole and, and understanding what you guys can do as a collective whole or ladies can do as a collective whole as well. Um, you know, it, it's going to be important and, and critical to your success, I believe. I mean, we completely agree. Uh, I think that who you surround yourself, like you had said, who you surround yourself with, the the firm you're a part of. And when I say the firm, I don't necessarily mean the technology and the tools and the training that they offer you, although that stuff's important. I think what's a lot more important is this, the bodies and the seats. Who is the firm? Mm-hmm. Who are they? Are they are they agents who are going to try to, uh, and it's a graphic phrase, are the agents who are going to try to cut your throat on stuff? are the agents who are going to instead reach out and try to help you and and try to give you support and also feel comfortable to ask you for help. Right. I mean, we've talked about a lot what you said in a previous video about how to choose the right brokerage. You know, they should be supporting you. They should be wanting to close. The broker should be wanting you to sell and be successful, you know. So I think it's really important. I'm glad you brought it up. Now, in terms of, you know, your continued success, are you going to be doing anything different moving forward now that you've been a little bit more established? You've been in it for a whole year. Yeah, it's, I mean, so it's, it's hard. Um, I'm, I'm still trying to piece everything together and the way the market's been, it, it has really all happened in, in a flash. So I want to keep capitalizing on, on what I've capitalized, but, you know, maybe even get to that point where you're trying new and, and different things. But Definitely sticking with the video because consistency is key. Whatever you're doing, you have to do consistent, do it consistently and, you know, do it the best you can do it. 
So I have fun with my video. Um, I want to, you know, keep marketing these properties and, and having fun putting my twist on it. So that's, that's what I look forward to most. And then going to kind of fill in everything else, you know, as, as it comes, um, you know, I'm still, you know, this year has kind of been like that analogy, like you jump out of the plane and put the parachute on the way down. Uh, I'm still kind of in free fall, you know, I'm, I'm still putting that parachute together and, and kind of figuring it out. So maybe we'll have to talk again in a year and say, okay, yeah. what, what did you do this year now? Or, you know, what did you keep the same? What did, what did you do differently? Cause I still, you know, I kind I know what seems to be working, but I, I still, you know, I don't know what I don't know yet still right. at this point. And think, obviously we would love to have you back. So. Oh, every December is, it's just Colin month. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas indeed. <laughs> no. Um, and in, and like I said, at the very beginning, uh, you had like that in the intro, you had like that energy, even on the phone, you had an energy of success and like that you were, you were serious about this in a, in a good passionate way. I'm not talking, he wasn't a jerk. It's not what I'm going to say. <laughs> um, and I, for one, am going to follow you as long as you're in real estate. Like I, I'm very excited to see what you do. Very excited to see where you go. Um, you have given me, even as, and this is a huge compliment to you. Even as a brand new agent, I, when you put that video out where you were drinking coffee in your robe or running on the treadmill or whatever, um, were you you were in the business for what, like three months, two months? Um, a month. A month. So a month. My, my first listing came a month after um, after one I, month. I got my license. Yeah. So he was in the business for one month. And somebody who at that time had been in the business for three and a half, five years, three and a half to four years, copied. I copied. <laughs> Like that's such a big deal that I think that your your future in this industry and your future in general, I'm pretty sure, but your future in this industry is very bright, I would say. Um, and I'm just super excited to, to be able to learn from you also. Well, I have a lot that I can, you know, learn from you guys and, and everyone else as well. So I, you know, I appreciate that because we, this is an industry we should always be learning. And even working for different brokerages, we should still all work to, you know, we all have the same end goal in, in mind. So, you know, it, it's important to, to learn from each other, support each other and, you know, be excited and share in each other's success. Right. I completely agree. Um, a lot of the trainers that I've, I've, I've took courses with or or you know watched online training they say it should be a cooperative experience like you're trying to you're both in, in a cobra both agents are trying to have the same end goal and that is to close the transaction with everyone happy mm -hmm. and that's something that you can learn from agents not in your firm you can network with agents not in your firm you can go to coffee with agents <laughs> not in your firm you can be friends with agents not in your firm it's so important because if your firm is how many people are in your firm um, let's see. Just yep. round. We got like seven of us, seven or eight of seven, us. Seven or yeah. eight of you. Are those seven or eight of you, do, are they the only ones in the whole world who know anything about real estate? No, absolutely not. And you know, we've got what, 20 some, 20 some agents in our firm. They're definitely not the 20 some agents that know the only things about real estate. No. So a huge stressor to agents watching this. Do not be afraid to talk to other agents. No, our, talk to other brokers yep. even. I, I, I'll have coffee dates with, with other brokers all the time and, you know, it's always, you know, hey, I don't want to waste your time. You know, I'm, I wouldn't go or, or trade my team for anything in the world. There's nothing that I, I know. I know. I just, I want to have coffee with you. It's, you know, and it's fun because you bounce ideas off each other. And it really is a symbi symbiotic relationship between agents and other agents or agents and other brokers um, because we're all, 
you know, in it together and have that same end goal in mind. And that's where being likable comes in, by the way, like another. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's easier If, if you're a jerk to that person there, you know, when you do get into a transaction with them, you know, it makes it that much harder. So whether or not you work with their, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot easier when you do a transaction with somebody, if you know them already, if you have a good rapport with them. If they trust that you're ethical. Yes. Yep. And that's, that's so important. I don't know if we talked about it or not on this show. Um, but if you are mean to an agent, if you're a jerk to an agent, that theoretically could affect your clients in the future. That's such a big point. Because if you're mean to them and then you go write an offer on one of their listings two years later and they remember that person was mean to me, I'm going to tell my seller that they're a bad agent and that they're going to try to ruin the transaction, even if it's not true. But because you were mean to them, it could hurt your yeah. client in the future. Yeah. So... Yeah, we always talk about making sure you service your client, and I think you know you have to keep that in mind. There's a lot of outside factors to that, not only you. Yeah, so. I think in one of the best books that someone in any type of service industry, but especially real estate, is uh, you know how to win friends and influence people. Um, you know, it's, it's just a great you know kind of mindset on on how to treat people because because you do you you have to be business-like and likable, you know, with, with the other people that you're working with, even the people that you might consider yourself to be in competition mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Um, we read a lot. So tra- kind of transition, we read a ton. Um, we've read most of the books on the shelf that are behind us. What? So, so it was How to Win Friends and Influence People? How to Win Friends and Influence People. I, I believe that one's by Dale Carnegie. Yes. 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 I, yep, that's unfamiliar. Great book. Um, now, we were off camera, and you were talking about in my opinion, the the book about being successful, uh, and once he says it, everybody watching this will go, "Oh yeah, that book." Um, yeah. But what what book did you read when you started? When you really started, this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. I mean, it's it's so cliche because you know every podcast, someone think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill. Read it. <laughs> you got it. It's true though. It's just um, true. It it really changed my life. Um, it, it changed kind of my perspective on things and. Not everyone's path is going to look entirely the same. But if you think you can do it, you most certainly can. And you stick with it. You write out the plan. You think the plan. It happens. And it, and it truly is an inspiring book to kind of get you to, to get your gears turning in that direction towards success. Yeah. And when did you read that book, Colin? I read that book uh, in January. Actually, I received it as a Christmas present. and uh, Of 2020? Of Twenty nineteen. So I, yeah. So right before you started then? So right before I started I read that book and you know, one of the activities is write down, you know, what your goals are, how you're gonna achieve them, what you're gonna do once you achieve them, and you know, read it every morning, um, but when you wake up and every night before bed and it's crazy. It's it's happened. I actually had to cross out and uh increase the goals a couple of times, but it's it's true. It it really helps <clears throat> you know, motivate you and you know, get you get you on the right track. Mm-hmm. So this is too personal. Um, that's okay. Tell me. But so with what you just said, what are you going to do once you achieve your goals? What, what did you write down on your list that you're going to do once you achieve your goals? Yeah. So, you know, um, real estate, it's it's a career like anything else. You got to make money to survive. But, you know, another one of my goals, what I want to do with, you know, not besides set up, you know, I want to set myself up for success and, you know, future, future success and, you know, being taken care of. Um, but I want to help other people out as well. I, I love my community. Uh, it's a very transitional community. 
we are growing. We're experiencing growth. Great businesses are coming there. You know, these neighborhoods are getting nicer. And I want to give back. I, w- I want to help other people as well who, who are a little bit less fortunate and, you know, kind of be a pillar in the community. Not only just be top of mind for real estate, but, you know, kind of just be an all-around good guy, helpful, and, and, and kind of give back to the community. And um, that's something that I've kind of focused on videos as well. I do a segment called The Bloit Buzz where I feature local businesses and sit down and talk with them. It's a great way to get in front of people and not just talk about real estate, not to just be salesy. But it's a great way to feature, yeah, network, feature other businesses and, you know, just still stay top of mind. You know, you got the Remax shirt on or the Boss Agent shirt and you're sitting down with somebody else and, you know, they're not thinking about being sold to. They're thinking about, you know, what you're talking about right then and there. And it's mutually beneficial for everyone. Yeah, that's awesome. It's fun too. I, I sit down. It's called the Beloit Buzz because we sit down and we have a beer oh. <laughs> while, while, while we're talking about their business and happenings in the community. So that, that's and that's on Facebook, Facebook video. That's yep. And that's so. Um, I'm going to kind of dissect that a little bit. That is so. You already identified you can use Facebook video for your listings, and now you're just layering on with Facebook video, but in a way that adds value to the community. That you're not. That you're being a person. That you're yes. being a human being. Yeah. And so if you're like real estate agents watching this, please, or listening, please be a person, be a real person, get involved with businesses. Uh, And you could do, you know, the Chicago club segment or something, you know, wherever you are, it doesn't have to, you could literally copy and paste what he is doing. You you can, you can literally do the exact same thing. Yeah. It's nobody, he's not going to like call you (laughs) and be like, Hey, he's (laughs) trademarked. I I trademarked this idea. (laughs) No, um, please. Like we want you to be successful. Colin wants you to win. We don't have people on the show that don't want you to win. That's what we're here for. All three of us want our watchers, listeners to win. So please feel free to do this stuff. Like that's this is why we had him on the show. Is because he's yeah. uh, he's doing some amazing, incredible things, and we want you to do amazing, incredible things too. And if you're gonna have fun doing it, you know, don't you know. There's a lot of not fun things that, that come up in real estate. Like there's, there's times where you just want to, you know, pull your hair out and be done. You know, it's not worth it. So if you can't find a way to have fun and you, you hear about agent burnout all the time, most people don't last five years and, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I'd be one of them, but I, I, I don't think so because I'm having fun with it. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And the reason why I enjoy it is because it allows you to really do anything that you want, anything, anything that you want to make your niche, anything that you want to do. You can do it and somehow tie it to real estate. Yes. Completely, completely wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we normally end with the last of a few questions that are kind of similar, you know. But do you do you have any questions you want to ask before we kind of start to wrap it up? No, I think I hit them. Do you think any anything uh, that would be of value to our listeners you want to share before we kind of get to the last couple questions? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to share too much if, if it'll be take oh, away a question okay. from you, though. Oh, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, so this is kind of how we usually end our interviews is, okay. you know, if, if, if somebody, an agent or somebody who wants to be an agent, maybe an agent who's plateaued, had five minutes of your time in line at the coffee shop or maybe after closing a co-broke of yours or somebody like that, and they could ask you, you know, what is the one piece of advice you would give me to be a successful agent? What would it be? 
one piece. So we'll limit it to, to one one piece there. Well, if it's a couple pieces, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay well, I mean, yeah. the consistency <laughs> aspect and, you know, you're providing a service to people. So provide that service the best way that you can um, because, you know, you can only go so long with providing a crappy service before people are going to catch on to what you're doing. So consistent, provide that value, bring, bring value to people. The biggest thing though is staying top of mind. And prior to coming on the show, I, I shared an example with you. Um, and this goes to show how key it is because nothing excites me more when I, when I run into people and in, in these types of situations occur. Um, so I was in the gym last night, as, as we were saying, and a buddy of mine said, I saw your listing on, you know, XYZ street the other day. I don't have a listing on XYZ Street. Well, your brokerage had a, a listing on XYZ Street. No, we we don't have any listings on XYZ Street. So that top of mind, getting yourself, um, I look at it as a local celebrity almost, getting yourself, um, you know, as Agent Colin Schindler or, or Rich or Matt, when people think real estate, you want them to think you. And when people think you, you want them to think real estate. So whatever you need to do and however you want to do it to get to that point where you are top of mind to the point where people are confusing other brokerages listings with you, that that's where you want to be because that's where your business is going to come from. You are going to be the person that they call, they email, they text, they reach out to, to conduct a transaction and do business with. It's crucial. Yeah. That's incredible. It's incredible that you achieve that in a year, by the way. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. Well, you know, I, well, it's great. It, I mean. it, yeah. It, but you know, I, I'll go out too. I'll, I'll have, have a drink somewhere and you're, you're that guy with the videos on, on Facebook. Um, so in that it feels good, you know, it, it does feel good, but you know, more than feeling good, it's like, yes, what I'm doing is, is working. It's going to feel good in your bank account. It's going to feel good in my yeah. bank account. You know, when that person calls me back in, in two years and you know, the videos did the heavy lifting for me. I didn't have to reach down that person or reach out to that person every day. You know, as much as I want to, I want to be personal. I want to have fun. I want to know what's going on in people's lives, but it's busy. We live busy lives too. So, you know, staying on top of people, trying to convert them, you know, 24 seven, that takes a lot of time and energy. But if they just remember me because of my Facebook videos and the fun stuff that I did on Facebook, they're more likely to come back when they're ready to buy real estate. That's powerful stuff. <laughs> and, and uh, I mean, please, again, I said it like five times, please take this to heart if you're watching this. It's, he's so true that what you said is so true that if, if other people can just call you for business, you're going to have a ton of business and you're not going to have to spend five hours on a dialer every day to get it. Hmm. So, Especially if that's something that you don't like. Uh, right. I love, I, I'll go into a room full of 50 strangers and I'll talk to every single one of them. But calling someone on the phone that I know, it's like, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like I'm bothering you. you know, so if, if you don't like that especially, it's really beneficial because it, you know, it is a snowball rolling downhill. You're, yeah. you're just going to pick it up and gain traction as you go with, with little and littler and littler or more little <laughs> effort than, than what it took to begin with. Yeah. Because once you got the momentum, you know, the ball keeps rolling with, with what, like you said, less and less stress. Yeah. So, um, it was, it was great to have you, Colin. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me on this. <laughs> this was a blast. Uh, one more time. I know I said it in the beginning, but one more time, if again, this is real estate agents we're talking to, 
if an agent wanted to, you know, pick your brain or find you or follow you, where would they find you? Yeah. So find me on Facebook at robed realtor. So you can type in Facebook, type it in Google or uh, Colin, uh, C O L L I N. So one L Colin dash Schindler at remax or dot remax.com. There's links to all my socials there. And I would encourage anybody to reach out. Um, I, I love talking to, to other people about business, about success, because the more you can help other people be successful, the more it's going to bring you success. It really is a collective whole. So please reach out to me anytime, any questions, comments, concerns. I'm here for it all. Because yeah, he wants you to win. I want you to win. So thank you for watching. Uh, obviously, you know, like, comment, try to help us hit our 10,000 subscriber goal. Subscribe yourself. If you're on the podcast, also leave us a five-star rating. That helps immensely. And go find Colin. Follow his stuff. Thank you, everyone. Thanks.